Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us today. Before I started my Peru series, I felt it necessary to provide some backstory and some context to the person who recently invited me to Peru and who for over the past five years has helped me change my life and helped me transform into the person I've always wanted to be. I'm talking about my friend Michelle, and I've talked about her before. I've talked about her awesome podcast that she co-hosts with my amazing brother-in-law, Tony, TMI, which I've been a guest on twice, and I think uh, first person in TMI history to reach that feat. So whether you are familiar with Michelle or not, after today's infomercial, you certainly will be. Making changes in your life is not easy. It is simple to figure out, but it is not easy to execute the changes you need to make. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, it's either because you're entertained in some way or inspired in some way. In either way, I'm very grateful to be a small part of your day. I've been doing this podcast for almost two years. We've done over 150 episodes on topics ranging from health, science, philosophy, business, fucking world history, relationships, parenthood, and really everything in between. I personally learn from writing, and I do most of my efficient thinking while I write. So if you listen to all these episodes back to back, you'll be able to kind of chart my progress and see how much I've evolved and how my definition of trying to help has changed over time. And this journey is a result of working with Michelle and having someone who can hold up a mirror for me to be a cheerleader for me and to hold me accountable and really be a person that I can trust enough to be honest with myself in front of and be vulnerable. I really feel we can all benefit from having people like Michelle in our lives. For me, I am so starved for honest conversation, genuine connections, and the feeling of belonging to something that matters. I want someone to challenge me, someone to pressure test every belief I have, and someone to help me identify and shed what is no longer serving me. I've been working with Michelle for some time because back in the day, I was not happy with my career. But I had convinced myself I loved what I did. I wasn't happy choosing work and providing over my family. And Michelle helped me see that. I tried to chronicle my struggles and lessons that I've learned in this podcast to hopefully help people not fall into the same traps as I did. Michelle helped me through those times. I was the president and half owner of a family business that was in its fifth generation of family management and ownership. No pressure, just running a company that was established before most towns in the Commonwealth were, just running a company that made it through the Civil War, World War I, the Great Depression, World War II, the fucking 60s, the goddamn Carter administration, and the next fucking 40 years after that, right? The history, the pride of someone else's history was my identity. It ran my life. I mean, it was good for profits. It was good for the customers, but it was not good for me. It wasn't good for my wife. It wasn't good for my children. I willingly left a stable six-figure salary Never had to worry about money again, job. And before you think I got a set of bowling balls between my legs, I would never have been able to do that without Michelle's help and support. I bet on myself 
I invested in myself. I bought another company and for five years ran both companies while I paid off the nearly million dollar price tag of the new company. I told my wife that it was going to suck for five years, but it would be worth it. And she trusted me to make the right decision. For the better part of five years, I got up at 4.30 in the morning, drove 50 minutes to one office, got everyone going, waited for the traffic to die down, then drove another 45 minutes north to the other office, spent the rest of the morning and early afternoon there, and then back down south to the other office to be visible for the end of the day and to get tomorrow ready. Then drove home, arriving somewhere between 6 and 7 at night every fucking night. And after five years of that, I left the family company after 20 plus years of working there and restarted my life. And with a loving and supportive wife and Michelle in my corner, I was able to do a 180, right? I finally realized all of the little moments that I was missing because of work were way more important than any amount of paper that I was getting in return. Right? Like, What good was all the money in the world if my wife felt unsupported and not worthy of my time? What good was all the money in the world if my girls grew up without a present father, showing them how a man is supposed to show up for his family? Michelle helped me see the programming that is so powerful. It's so powerful. Like I chose paper over the ones I supposedly love the most. That's how powerful the programming was. So I turned my life around and started showing up for my family. And it has made every sacrifice so worth it. And I'm sharing this because I wanted to provide one example and some context on how important Michelle is in my life. How important it is to have people in your life that will support you and celebrate all of your wins and help you find your faults in your missteps. During my World War II podcast, I said you need room nine people in your life. And that was a reference to my grandfather's room number in the prisoner of war camp he was in in Barth, Germany. The men of room nine worked together without ego, without the bullshit programming of what we're supposed to do or how we're supposed to act. They slept two to a bed because together they were warmer. Two men, two blankets, one bed. Do you think for a second they were worried about how that looked? And this is a room full of alpha male military officers, pilots, co-pilots, navigators, very competitive, arrogant men. But the men of room nine checked that shit at the door and were in service to each other. They had the best experience prisoners could have had. And not every room had that and not every room worked together. So do you have room nine people in your life? Are you surrounded by people that want the best for you? will be honest with you. More importantly, are you ready to be honest with yourself and take responsibility for your actions and take responsibility for how you react to others? Michelle is room nine people. She's helped me change my life and start living the life I wanted rather than the life I thought I was supposed to have. 
and she recently asked me if I wanted to go to Peru with her to continue our journey to be better versions of ourselves. I said yes without asking a single question. And I've taken you through my journey so far, and I wanted to conclude with my experience preparing for making the trek to and the resulting integration from our trip to Peru. Michelle and I recorded three of our phone conversations before our trip as we prepared. And I feel these talks are worth sharing because I get so much from speaking with her and I think you'll get something from just listening to her talk. I've shared my adventures in the past to inspire people to get out there and take some risks and live your life how you want to. You don't have to sail across the Pacific Ocean or take a 10-day pilgrimage to Peru. There is no right or wrong way to live the life that is right for you. For me, I use adventure to find out more about the real me and to shed the bullshit narratives and the programming I've just been subjected to since I was born. Michelle changed my life, no question about it. But I was also willing to see myself as a suspect and investigate the shit out of myself before looking to blame other people. And the more I did that, the more I realized I was guilty of getting in my own way. We all need a Michelle in our lives to be the best version of ourselves. But she only works if you're willing to put in the work. So get yourself some Michelle, some self-awareness, and start showing up for the ones you love. Took my first breath where the muddy grasses spills into the Gulf of Mexico where the skyline's colored by chemical plants that put bread on the table of the working man where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife giving a little of a soul every day making overtime the wolves away Any man tried to dig my daddy's grave And happened on a French-owned tank A ship spilling poison in the Galveston Bay Well, the liquid fire filled his lungs And his eyes silenced any more cries Cold in the grip, death-stinging pain He fought like hell to keep the wolves away 